Odd Steve Program, the podcast where we try to get you into a band. That's right. We've done all the work for you. We've listened to all the music. And all you have to do is sit there and push play. And uh, this may be the last American exit. It'll be the first Canadian exit because uh, we're talking about the tragically hip today. And Julia, uh, the resident Canadian, uh, I suppose, uh, the tragically hip is more than a band to your country. Uh, so, and you put them on the board. Talk to me about the hip and, and why they're so important. You're right. It's more than a band. It's religion is too strong. Um, <laughs> it's, it's more like um, the atmosphere, you know, it's mm. like if you have been, alive since the 1980s you have heard the hip you have heard of them you might not be a fan but you know at least about them you know the lead singer died in 2017 of brain cancer and his big thing he did after they announced to the world that he has brain cancer that was basically inoperable and going to kill him was cool Let's go tour the country <laughs> wow. and put on a show for the rest of Canada. So going in, you have to know that that's what, um, what Gord Downey is about. Um, the band started in Kingston. They were people who knew each other in high school. Um, they were just starting to burst on the scene just as I hit university. So I played them a lot on college radio mm. in my college radio disc jockey days. Um, I honestly try, like when we talked about doing this show quite a while back, yeah. <laughs> I asked people to share like their first memories of the hip or special memories and the amount of people that have stories that relate to oh I met my husband and they were playing this song or like there are so many people that that is absolutely resonant with a major relationship or they listened to something while so like this this music resonates with everybody. Um, I've said this for a while, um, that it's sort of Bruce Springsteen and Bob Dylan rolled into mm. one. And then I thought, oh, I'm going to brush up on the facts about the hip for this podcast. And even the Wikipedia article says, quote someone and says something like, it's kind of Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen <laughs> rolled into a Michael Stipe of R.E.M. Mm, there you go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, do with that what you want, but it's 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 atmosphere. You it, it's like even if you don't love them, they're they're in the air. Also, some of you may or may not know that Canada has regulations with how much um, Canadian music gets played on the radio. Oh. So the the portions have changed, but that's to prop up Canadian artists, and you know support the Canadian music industry. So there are laws about how much uh, Canadian music we have to play. So uh, there are certain times um, 
the interesting thing is, you know, and DJs are always looking for something interesting to play because, you know, it when the when it these rules first started, it was a very limited repertoire. And thanks to that, in part, we've got a lot more Canadian music that's interesting. But the great thing is nobody feels like listening to a hip song is just filling a CanCon obligation. Mm. Like sometimes you'll hear Celine Dion and you'll be, oh, okay. They're playing a Canadian song for the sake of playing a Canadian song. Or I've only heard this song 20,000 times in my life. <laughs> but with the hip, you're rocking out and you're going, oh, yeah, CanCon. Hey, okay. This, I mean, again, it's it's very clear that this is so much more than 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 just a band. Um, but and I will say this, like you, you had mentioned that because initially we tried to put this together, I think in 2021, I think uh, it, it got bailed last minute and it took so long to come back around because I was trying to get specifically Canadian wrestlers <laughs> to, to jump on the panel to, to fill it out just because I do feel like it's bigger than me. Um, and I, I feel like you, like you mentioned, it, it's, it's in the air. It's, it's more than, it's more than just, you know, this is Canada's band. It's this, this, this band is Canada almost, but we did, we did get somebody. I, I managed to rope somebody in on threads, uh, a couple weeks back. I, uh, I mentioned something about the hip and, um, I actually, I think I said something along the lines, inquiring minds about uh would like to know about the hip or something and chris you jumped in and said hey by the way i might be interested in doing that so talk to me about uh the hip and why you decided this is this is your first foray into deprogrammed i think uh and thank you for having me on um i think that i can represent i guess the american perspective of of um someone who uh, knew of the hip uh, and uh, didn't see so much of them here on the radio or in, in different things, but then um, uh, became aware of them again uh, when, uh, as, as uh, uh, our friend here said, uh, that went on that national tour at the end uh, after he was diagnosed with brain cancer. Um, I do have, uh, uh, I used to work with a, a young lady who went to college, uh, was, uh, in, uh, was born in and, and grew up in Windsor, Ontario. Hmm. Uh, and went to college there, um, which is, I guess, kind of a weird way of saying some of my best friends are Canadian. Which I know <laughs> that's really, um, I'm not insulted at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If, if there's any consolation, I grew up in Maine. Uh, and, oh, and... so you're 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 like you're sort of temporarily honorary Canadian. If it came down to a war, we'd accept you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I, 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 you could get the CBC and CTV uh, uh, on, uh, on uh, television where I was from in coastal Maine, you could get that very easily. So I grew up uh, watching um, some of the, some of the things that, uh, again, people may not know here in, in uh, America, uh, you know, kids shows and things like that. And everybody knows Degrassi. I saw Degrassi long ago. Um, but I, I guess my, to come to this, my first experience with the hip, and, and this is what uh, my friend said, um, it was a culture. Mm -hmm. um, it's um, if you grew up in the nineties, if you were uh, in college in the nineties, you knew who the hip was. Uh, and uh, yes, it was all over. You couldn't get away from it. Um, <laughs> and 
she likened it to, if you were going to say American in college, I'm a child of the 80s, REM would be the American analog to that. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah. So that college rock thing, you remember, uh, and you know, as a child of the eighties, they passed a law. All of us have to have at least one copy of document. <laughs> so, you know, and, and I have it. Yeah. I've, I've got papers. I can show them to you, <laughs> but it's the same kind of thing. Um, I saw the, uh, the hip on tour. It came to a, uh, it's a venue that doesn't exist anymore here in, in, uh, uh, Norfolk called the boathouse. Um, and uh, they were supporting another act. Of, and I, I, for the life of me, I think they were actually supporting the Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, and and they uh, they were yeah. And and that's the first time I'd seen Gord. And there's just something about Gord Downey. You, it's just he's just amazing to look at. Um, and. When Gord became Gord to me, he was doing a song called New Orleans is Sinking. And he he stopped in the middle of this song, and he goes off on this tangent about the Exxon Valdez. Mm-hmm. And, and it just, it's kind of a stream of consciousness thing, but it got funnier and funnier and funnier as it went along. And I'm just transfixed by this guy. And I, I, I'll put Gord, uh, I'll put Gord Downey up against any front man of any band. Uh, he, he, he is well worth. He's, he belongs there. If you're talking about great front men, he is, he is one of them. Um, oh, for sure, for for sure. And you know, breaking off in the middle of a song and just giving an absolute rant about whatever is trademark. It's legend. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, he broke off in the middle of, like, the last time I saw him, um, the last Vancouver concert on his, um, uh, final tour. Um, I can't even say that without getting a tiny bit choked up. Mm. Um, uh, anyway, he went on a rant about, you know, now we have a new prime minister, maybe things will get better for our indigenous, maybe there'll be some reconciliation and things. And it was just, it was, I I, I cannot explain it. It's um, very much almost seeing them, especially on that last tour is almost like a spiritual experience. I mean, it happened that, uh, I had had some very bad news that week, and I went there seeking catharsis, and I really, really did. Mm. So um, there's a lot of that tinged in. Uh, my mother was diagnosed with cancer that, like, the day before, um, oh. so there was a lot mixed up. My mom's fine. Oh, Gord, good. no, isn't. But yeah. um, but so there were the the his his rants his his um screams it it it's so visceral when you're there that uh i i almost want to say like people need to watch the um some of the live ones um uh long time running the the documentary of their final tour almost needs to be watched as well as listening to the list we come up with to really understand the hip but that's just my uh, eighty-three dollars, whatever I paid for the <laughs> ticket. So, Word, uh, 
I, I don't know if it was a solo album. I can't remember, but there was a story that he told about a an indigenous child that was in one of the schools, and um, he got out and he tried to make it home. I guess they found him on Charlie Wayne tracks. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and that's he did, a real he, story. Oh that's, yeah, yeah. That's that's a real person, a real uh, experience with um, residential schools. He did. He did uh, either an album or a book or something about that story, and it was one of the last things he did. It was after the tour, but before he passed away. I remember that. Yeah. The the um, I'm blanking on the name of the book, but I will look it up after and send you the link. So I don't know if there's show notes or something you want to include that. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, the story of Charlie Wenjack. And it's interesting that we're um, doing this podcast right now uh, in late September. Uh, September 30th is um, known in Canada as Orange Shirt Day. Hmm. And um, that's also linked to a residential school story. Um, and uh, it's a day for uh, Canada's uh, Truth and Reconciliation, which is part of our coming to grips with... Uh, uh, the residential school tragedy and just generally how colonization has um, not only caused genocide in the past, but it's an ongoing process where Indigenous people have been um, not only starting at the start line uh, several uh, yards back, than everybody else, but they're continued to have hurdles on the way and they're expected to still keep up in the race. Um, so it's interesting we're doing this right now. And yes, Gore Downey did um, a lot of his memorials, anything that people wanted to give in the wake of his death was all directed to um, that uh, Downey Wenjack uh, Society or Memorial Fund. So it sounds like, I mean, you know, I we as peoples uh, lost a good one with, with Gord. Um, I, I wanted to point something out that, that you brought up, Julia, and then Chris kind of confirmed, like, in my listening, you know, I, I, I did find him akin to Michael Stipe, like, as, as far as, like, how he sound. And, like, the whole time as I'm, as I'm listening to this music and as I was re-listening to my list uh, just before going on, I, I don't get how they didn't catch on here. Um, I really don't because I think as far as musically, the, the most like apples to apples comparison I got, like there's, there's notes of counting crows as well. So it's like if counting crows can get big, I, I really don't understand. Like how, how did I never hear of the tragically hip? I don't understand because at worst they're on par with what was happening here in America. So, I mean, it, it is curious to me. I mean, I, I don't know, like, how you feel about that. Like, as as a Canadian, it's like, do you wish they kind of got the, the world stage? Or are you kind of glad that, that this band gets to be just yours, almost? Yeah, that's a mixed feeling. I'm like, well, you know, to, to a certain extent, there's a kind of an underlying... Um, underlying joke amongst Canadians is, well, Americans never took to them because they have bad taste anyway. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, it, 
I, I don't really understand why they didn't get their due, whether it was marketing, the push. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of songs that touch on really Canadian themes, but I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, there are certain songs, um, you know, that, Yeah, okay, there's songs about hockey, there's songs about like the 72 um, summit, the hockey summit, um, which was a famous set of, of uh, hockey games between Canada and the then USSR. And uh, okay, it mentions that briefly, but really it's about, you know, love and crushes and relationships mm -hmm. and the cold war i mean the songs are never about one thing mm -hmm. um gord was very much a poet who kept the notebook and you know he might end up with three little things on a page and make a song out of them but they were all very just you know he mentions the name of a beer he was drinking <laughs> he mentions a picture he saw and a town they're driving through, and suddenly there's a song. Hmm. And they don't necessarily all work together, which is why sometimes his lyrics are a little dense. <laughs> um, I direct people to the website uh, Museum After Dark to kind of uh, break down some of uh, the more obscure references, um, especially if you're American, you might not get a lot of them. So um, not saying not saying Americans are dumb just saying like there's references that you just you won't get right right um yeah. like the cbc is the canadian broadcasting corporation not a single canadian would need that explained to them ever but of course i wouldn't expect americans to know that but that's like it's our major network but it's also like pbs because it's public broadcasting we do run ads but it's not supposed to be run for profit and i mean there i don't think there's an american prime time or major like of the major say three or four american networks that would uh stop all broadcasting for two hours uh to show a concert <laughs> which is what they did with the last uh kingston concert uh the hips hometown the last concert it um it was televised on national TV, not through any, like it was also available through streaming services. I chose to go to a nearby big screen theater and watch it there. That's but I mean, and you know, pay like five bucks that went to, went to like the, the, the society thing, like it went to charity. And, um, um, but I mean, I could have stayed home and watched it in my living room. Yeah, we don't. So, um, we don't I don't know that. a network in the states that would do that. No, we don't. We don't. We don't have an equivalent. We don't. I mean, as as you mentioned, like like maybe song like what's in it, you know, maybe Springsteen and Dylan. Um, sound wise, REM, as I mentioned, the Crows a little bit, but we don't have we don't have an. I mean, I guess Taylor Swift is the closest thing right now, but even she, like her Eras tour stuff, went to theaters. Like it. It. it we didn't we didn't stop the world or we didn't stop the country to everybody kind of go hey yeah. here's here's our girl let's watch her so uh well let, let me uh spin it on to the to the think of in time that most of the listeners to this show would would 
say is the sort of primetime coverage of Michael Jackson's death, but oh, yeah. I mean, that was also tinged by taint and scandal and mm -hmm. was it drugs and, you know, his uh, nefarious past. Yeah. Um, or um, like, you know, Tina Turner's passing got a lot of coverage and a lot of outpouring, but, yeah. you know, they didn't stop primetime broadcasts no. to show a concert of hers. Mm -mm. Nope. <laughs> do you know what the American equivalent would be? And we don't do it anymore, but um, three major networks in this country back in the uh, uh, 50s, 60s, and 70s, um, and maybe the early 80s, they would stop primetime coverage or the Republican and Democratic National Conventions. Oh, yeah. So you would have Walter Cronkite on TV going, well, there's a whole lot of crap going on down in Chicago. And, you know, and that would be the... Yeah, I'm, now that's covered more by your MSNBC, like you're by your cable news. Mm -hmm. You can get overly detailed minute-by-minute minute things on Fox or MSNBC or even CNN. But, yeah. I mean... That was a for-profit network, and they ran ads, of course, but, that, I mean, they just obviously suspended all their primetime programming for that. They don't do it anymore, no. uh, but um, uh, that's the closest thing I would say. One thing you mentioned about the final concert is um, I remember seeing a tweet from the official government of uh, uh, the official Canada government Twitter account that said, uh, hope you don't mind, we're closing early tonight. <laughs> and, and, um, and that was where I got the, the link to watch the, con the last concert. And I just sat here in front of my computer screen and sat here for, I, I, I think it was about three hours and just was just slack jawed. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And it was so good. Um, and, oh, and yeah, yeah. It, it did strike me uh, funny that, yeah, the, the, a national, television network would 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 air something like that without uh without commercial and then let him go on about um the, the rants in the middle of the songs and justin trudeau is there um mm -hmm. and, and yeah and um looking all buff you know and there, i remember him oh, wearing I know. This, <laughs> he's wearing this t-shirt that was like a size too small for him so he's yeah he's his the guns are out you know <laughs> and uh um and uh, it, he's just going up and he's going, Justin's going to, uh, uh, we're going we're gonna, to, he's going to show us the way and we're going to do it. And I'm like, okay, cool. I... Uh, yeah. I, that part, um, that gives me some serious cringe right now. Um, uh, I'm going to damn Justin Trudeau with faint praise and says, well, he tries sometimes mm. when it's convenient, There you go. which is more than most people have. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it at that because, um, yeah, he's better than almost all of the alternatives. So, um, yeah. So let me let me spin it on to the to the next part of the conversation. So, I mean, you've you've had to sit on this list for a while now, Julia. Uh, mm -hmm. When you initially put it together, like, what were you thinking? Like, how? like how are you choosing songs for this and again it's it's your first time here but like this is again this is a majorly important band in your life so. um well the first thing i did was write down the uh 
the songs I loved. And then we went with a little bit with parameters. We didn't include all the albums, so I had to cross some out. And I still ended up with a list of about 35. <laughs> and uh, like ones that I'm like, oh, God, you got to hear this song. You got to hear this song. And I realized, OK, um, so basically, um, except for a couple and they um, I mostly just uh, crossed out unless they really, really um, spoke to me. Um, I basically crossed out everything that wasn't a single except for the ones that it's like, OK, there's a huge story there and people should know this. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> see, see you'll, you'll have that advantage. Um, that's where I got, pardon? I said, you, that's where you'll have so, the advantage, at, le at, at least for sure over me, because I don't know what the singles are, so. <laughs> well, that's that's interesting, and it, it makes me very, I'm actually really fascinated by this, as if you don't know what the singles are, and if you haven't, you know, like in Canada, Maybe not so much now, but still guaranteed that somewhere in Canada at any given time, there is a hip song on the radio. Mm -hmm. Okay. And probably in the 90s, in any large market that had, say, more than three radio stations, um, you could probably hear a hip song within a half. You could turn to any Canadian radio station and hear a hip song in uh, within a half an hour. Mm -hmm. Like... Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's more in Canada, you would have to work to avoid them <laughs> than, um, like seek them out. Right. So it's your first time here too, Chris. So again, like me, I mean, at least you're a little, a little bit more aware of the band. What were you looking as you're putting your list together for this? Like, what were you drawn towards? Well, I, I, I have to confess that what I have here is probably a very American version of <laughs> what I like from the Tragically Hip. And I'm, I, I apologize uh, to, uh, to, to Julia. Um, it's a, uh, this is, I, I'm sure that where you may have gone and done some deep tracks and things like that. I, I, I have to go with what I, uh, obviously with what I know. Um, I think there's one song that may not be, I don't think it was a single, but um, the last album they had, uh, there's one track on the last album that I love because I just love singing the line. And mm. we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. <laughs> but uh, just uh, to actually piggyback on something that Julia said, we, we uh, my, uh, my college buddies and I, um, uh, we used to have a running bet. Um, there was a, a, a radio station here. Uh, it, it, I think the transmitter still exists. I think the station still exists, but it's not, not this format anymore. It was 92.1 on the border. And they, um, back in the late 80s, they were the college rock station. So the running bet was is that within a half an hour, we're going to hear an REM song, a Cure song, a Depeche Mode song, and probably like driving and crying. <laughs> and, you know, what's the wild card, you know, or the call for some reason was college rock. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, we would, we'd have this running bet about how, what, what uh, how many times are they going to play this? <laughs> you know? So same thing, I'm sure. So for me, as I'm, I'm going through this, 
again, like using an American ear. Uh, so like, I don't have the ties, uh, lyrically, you know, that you probably need to really, really, really hone in. But a, a lot of with, with my list, I realized I, I was accidentally doing is trying to prove that we were wrong. Like trying to prove that America, you're dumb. We we liked this music, and, <laughs> and uh, for whatever reason, we decided to skip this band. So you'll 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 notice there's a lot of, you know, as I mentioned, like the most apples to apples thing I could compare it, some of these songs to was the Counting Crows, and I don't think that's necessarily apt, but there was a lot of times where that was the closest I could get to this is what it sounds like, and then you know. There's times where it's more R.E.M.E. Uh, Gore definitely has his Michael Stipe moments. Um, so, like, I, I found myself trying to do that, just going, why why did we miss out on the hip? Like, why did it take me doing this show to un- to know who the, I mean, Canadian legends, like, Can- like part of Canada's lifestyle, essentially, for however long. So... That's what I was I was doing as I was I was picking my list, but that also could lead to a very interesting list here, Julia. Based on everything we've said so far, out of ten, how many do you think we'll get through unanimously? I I honest to God, I don't I can't even guess because like <laughs> It's. I I think talking to people who don't um know the hip, it's it's, um. I, I don't know. It's like if somebody tells you they've never heard of Star Trek, like <laughs> at all ever. Yeah. Like. Where do you start? <laughs> it's fair enough. I mean, you could always go low. Like you, you could go with like a a one or a two or something. Um. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to say six. Ooh. Okay. I like it. I like it. Six. What do you think, Chris? Did I lose you guys, or no, is Chris I, thinking? Uh, he might be thinking, but oh, yeah, he's I'm muted. I'm muted. I'm terribly sorry. That's all right. Um, I, I was muted. I was just I was reminded of a of a saying that says somebody on the planet right now has never seen the Flintstones. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, you know now they're probably a baby, but <laughs> there's yeah. somebody on the planet that's never seen the Flintstones. It's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, Julie's right. There's just such a wide gamut between what. You know, we know is the, you know, and I, I will, you know, freely confess to being the ugly American. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, I I would say maybe four. Okay. Four. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, then I'll be the ass. I'll go with two since it's available. <laughs> I, I, okay. might as, I might as well be. All even numbers. Yeah. I might as well be the negative one. <laughs> it, it's, it's bound to happen. So. All right, so we're going to take a quick pause, and when we come back, we're going to start playing the game. It's to program, Jack. And with that, 
The name of the game is Deprogrammed. The three of us have combed through a selection of the tragically hip discography and plucked out 20 songs that we're now going to mash together in an attempt to create a top 10 starter kit for you in case you are like me and have never given the tragically hip the time of day. And I always love, I don't think, so we started with the um, the self-titled record. And I don't, I don't know that the self-titled record in and of itself stands up to the rest of the discography, but I always love when I push play on a playlist and the very first song I hear really rings true with what the band is going to be or will become. And so whether you guys had this or not, obviously is a whole different thing, but I was very struck and very glad that I kept Small Town Bring Down. Oh, yeah. Hey. So Julia's got it. Small. I do not have that. Okay, it's it's a two, so it's still up in the air. All right, Julia. Um, are we looking bottom of list to top or top to bottom? It's up to you. Yeah, what you know, wherever you feel like starting. Okay, I just I'm uh, was funny because when I re-listened to my list and I went over my list last week. I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know if my favorite number one is really my favorite number one right now. <laughs> and then I just had a weekend full of, well, if this hadn't happened, that wouldn't have happened kind of things. So that just reinforced my uh, number one, which was my number one before, and it is my number one again. And I guess I'm going to concede it's going to be my number one for all time is Courage by Hugh McLennan, or Courage for Hugh McLennan. Um, again, um, that song just just kicks ass. And the final, final lyrics, um, you know, the human tragedy consists of, like, dealing with the consequences of your action. Mm. And uh, there's, there's no importance to anything uh, any of us do. Um, and the human tragedy is living with the consequences of even like our smallest little things can have consequences. And, um, well, I drove a, uh, short, very short form. I drove a different way to work on Sunday morning and ended up saving, um, a very young person's life. Um, wow who had overdosed. So I'm kind of really haunted by that. And the fact that I was listening to the hip again, yeah, the courage, it's, it's everything. Um, yeah. Well, I feel bad all that. I, and all I can say is no, I don't have it. <laughs> Chris. Hey, gu Hey, guess what? Oh, all right. I have, I have it. Hey, all right. oh, good. <laughs> so it's still alive. <laughs> Stands a chance. Yeah, still hanging in there. All right, Chris. Um, so I want to go back to that first album. Um, and um, uh, now you have a Spotify playlist, and I I, do, I don't have Spotify. But what I did is I made a playlist of all of their albums and went through. And um, they have on the first on the first album. I I believe this is a bonus track, but I am a huge fan of surf music. Hmm. And they have a song, it's a bonus track, it's called All Canadian Surf Club. 
And um, this is probably I, I this may be really obscure. I don't know if anybody uh, either of you will have it, but I, if you give me that you know that Vandals pipeline kind of Dick Dale uh, guitar and all that, I'm 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 dialed in. I'm going to listen to that. <laughs> so and it's kind of there. It's got that it's got that twangy guitar and uh, and he's uh, uh, it, it it I just I love the song, so I, I had to put it in. I unfortunately do not have that. It made my like 36 list. It didn't uh, make my 20. There you go. Um, but yeah, I have a soft spot for that song. That was. I don't know if it was my first hip song I played on college radio, but I mean. I know that album very well because I played that album to death on college radio. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, that song is definitely up there. It's got a soft spot. It didn't make my list. So that's a, that's a, that's a no from me, dog. Mm-hmm. All right. Back around to me. Uh, this song has already come up. I'm bringing it up now because I actually did. When I re-listened to my my original 20, this one wasn't on it. Uh, when we were going to record it last week, I re-listened to my list, and this song wasn't there, and I was like, why? <laughs> so like, I had to find a place for it. And then when I asked today, uh, what do you consider essential, tragically hip, this song came up. So I'm glad I, I brought it back to the dance. Uh, New Orleans is sinking. Oh, hell yeah. Of course it's on there. All right. Chris? And yes, I have it. And and um, and specifically, I just I want to throw a qualifier on there. I found a live version of uh, Tragically Hip singing, uh, doing a, a, a New Orleans is Sinking with the Exxon Valdez stuff. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> and uh, I found it on YouTube, and I, I actually posted it on threads last week. Uh, but it's it's well worth the listen. So I mean, I love it's a great song, but it that's that that made it kind of for me. That was my first experience with the hip. So that was a uh, um, I, I had to I had to add that one. There we go. We got one. We got one. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Julia, you're up. Okay. Um, okay. Well. Um... A hit by a century. Mm. Uh, no, I do not have that one. I have that one. Hey, there you go. Yeah, the story um, of that is so good. The story of, behind it, the way it comes across the narrative, it just got me. Yeah. All right. It's uh, it's amazing, and actually. I, I don't even know why, but that was the song that um, that was the song that kind of like got played heavily right after his death. That wouldn't even be the song I would have thought of, but that oh. was the one. Weird. <laughs> All right, Chris. Um. Oh, I, so actually, what, what, I, was the, what was the score on that one? That one was a two. Two. Okay. 
I think that that was they played an acoustic set in the as the third encore of that concert, and I think the last song was "Ahead by a Century." I, oh. I think that was that. Yeah. Okay, I might yeah, be wrong about that, wait. but I remember that 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 sounds about right. Yeah, you know what? I think that's it, and that now that triggers. Yeah, okay, just quick. Yeah, that was, and uh, okay, then that sort of explains why that was played so much. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love that song. It's in order of favorites. That's on my list. Um, very, very high up top five. But uh, yeah. All right. Chris. So for my next choice, I'm going to uh, talk about the first song they sang at that concert. Uh, it's about a hockey player who, as Gord said several times, he was on a fishing trip. Uh, it's called 50 Mission Cap. And uh, talks about he was a uh, part of the team. I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head. It's right there. But he was the he was on the team the last time the Leafs won the cup. It's that's part of the lyrics. <laughs> that song is called The Legend of Bill Barilko. Oh, wait, no, it it's called 50 Mission Cap. Um, <laughs> subtitled Legend of Bill Barilko. Um, but yeah, uh, do you want to tell the story? Sorry, I'm interrupting. <laughs> No, it's it's fine. It's fine. I just uh, that was uh, that was the first song when he came out, and he's uh, um, that that first uh, that first song of that last concert uh, was Fifty Mission Cap. So um, he came out, and he just of course he's got that top hat on with a feather, and he takes out his handkerchief and shines the microphone stand, and I'm just going, this is great, <laughs> you know. Um, and um, it just it was that song in that moment, and I loved it. Um, uh, you talk about bands that sound similar. You were talking about Counting Crows and other things. Um, there's a Seattle band called Candlebox that oh, yeah. they remind me a lot of. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I get that. Um, I don't have that one, unfortunately. <laughs> I do. All right. Anybody, um, I mean, sometimes the hip's titles are not, are a little bit obscure with what the song is. Um, so, you know, said to my ex, okay, what's what's essential hip for you? And he goes, you know, the song about the Leafs player, the Burl <laughs> Barilco song. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, even my dad, who is very famous for if he asks me about a band and I tell them, he goes, well, I've never heard of them. And I'm like, well, they haven't heard of you either, dad. So <laughs> it's even, even my dad said, didn't they have that song about Bill Barilko? <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. I was my the dad is 82. Yeah. All right. So we're back around <laughs> to me. Um, uh, I don't know if this one's going to be on y'all's list, but when I was listening, I was like, I can't, I can't get away from it. Um, she didn't know. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I went deep. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know that I went deep. I just, I just liked the song. I couldn't get away from it. So, no, yeah, it, it, that's a, that's a, that's a great song. It's a deep cut. I didn't have it, but I mean, I like that you like it because, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a really good song. But that's a no. Well, on my on my own, Chris. 
Uh, yes, sir. You are on your own. On That's that all right. <laughs> it's bound to happen. Can't hit them it's all. It's okay. The pioneers take the arrows. Yep. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, me? Yep. Me now? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Weed Kings. I got it. I have it too. Hey, there we go. Excellent. Um, does anybody want some background on that? Or Absolutely. Hey, <laughs> Julia, your historian and <laughs> fact checker. No, uh, there was a very famous uh, wrongful conviction of David Milligard. Um, he was like teenager, 17, 18, and wrong place, wrong time, whatever. He was... He was originally sentenced um, for capital punishment um, for this murder, um, and uh, it was changed when Canada stopped with the death penalty to a life imprisonment, and he um, he did not, and his mother never, ever um, gave up on him, and there was appeals and everything, and then later, many years later in, like, the 90s and this happened in like the 50s 60s um i should have refreshed on this anyway he um uh he was uh taken um well he was he was uh pardoned and uh the you know he went free and uh like it was a huge news story um because it had been a very long thing he was one of the youngest canadians that had ever um received a uh uh, uh, death uh, punishment or, a, you know, in modern times. Right. Um, and so that was commuted to a life sentence and then he got free. Um, but that song is absolutely, um, like, absolutely full of little Easter eggs. Uh, if you look at the Museum After Dark, there's, you know, uh, lines like, um, the walls are all yellow, gray, and sinister. Um lined with pictures of your parents prime ministers like all the different prime ministers that passed through office while he was incarcerated um like it's just it's it's just absolutely if you're listening to it in the right mood and you know the story you could absolutely have the hair on the back of your neck just stand right up um and the way gord's voice goes in some of those and then the interesting thing is like afterwards after the initial thing, you know, nobody is very interested in something you didn't do. Like, there's that fleeting bit of fame that he went through, and then it's like, okay, well, you know, okay, your life was like hijacked for years and years and years. You lost all your young adulthood. Now you're out on the street, and nobody really gives a damn because, well, you didn't do anything. So just mm. just get on with your life and just the the um, <laughs> things break late night news breaking on the cbc and nation says we always knew he would go free and it's like oh and everybody's like oh we always knew he was innocent mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, really <laughs> then why was he locked away for so long yeah anyway it's quite a story All i right. have amanda knox on line one she'd like to have a word with you <laughs> sure <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. That's kind of a deep I, joke if you don't get joke, it. Uh, but... I know who Amanda Knox is, <laughs> but I just thought I would, uh, you know, I'm doing the improv yes and. <laughs> Absolutely. 
All right. Uh, Chris, you're up. Um, okay, so I'm going to go completely American now. Uh, this is, I think, the only song that ever played on the radio down here. Uh, and uh, the only single that I think they had um, that played on the radio, Cordelia. Mm. No, I don't have that one. No? That one actually surprises me that you wouldn't have that since, again, I think that's the only song that uh, from the hip that ever played on American radio. Uh, can you save them, Julia? Do you have Cordelia? 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I do not have Cordelia, but I know the different versions of my list had Cordelia. Cordelia got kicked off for somebody else or something, so... Um... I will say. Yeah, I don't have it, and yet I and and I I'm I'm shocked that this version, the version I'm working on, um, doesn't have it. And I'm sitting here going, well, I can put it on there because nobody's going to see. But I know, so I I don't have it, but I wish I did. I will say that uh, that is one of the responses we got um, when I asked listeners. Cordelia was one of the answers. And I would never have thought that Cordelia was a single that made it in the States or at least got airplay. I, that would, that kind of shocks me, but okay. <laughs> I think they actually played it on Saturday Night Live too. Oh, wow. I know there were musical guests on Saturday Night Live, like 95 or 96. Yeah, 95 and only, that was the only time. And basically Dan Aykroyd just kept bugging Lorne Michaels <laughs> Until Lauren caved, basically. That's oh. the story of it. Dan Aykroyd just kept going, yeah, you got to have the hip on. you got to have the hip on. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'll come and host if you have the hip on. <laughs> have you had the hip on yet? No, I'm not coming till you have the hip on. Basically, Lauren Michaels put him on there to shut him up, put the hip on there to shut Dan Aykroyd up. It's kind of funny. I like it. All right. Can so... you imagine being pestered by Dan Aykroyd? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. I, I think you've pre-scheduled my next nightmare. Yeah, right. All right. So <laughs> I'm going to go forward a little bit to Road Apples here. Uh, I'm going to go with Little Bones. Oh, yeah. All right. Julia. I have it. Hey. It's already surpassing my uh, my two. Gotta like it. Gives us three. Just like that. Wheat oh. Kings? Did Wheat Kings not get yeah. three? Yeah, we got uh, New Orleans is Sinking, Wheat Kings, and Little Bones are all through unanimously. Okay. Somehow I, I didn't um, have that. <laughs> all right. You're up, Julia. Okay. Bob Cajun, mm. the one that most people can't pronounce until they've heard the song. Yeah. I had a lot of trouble with Phantom Power. Uh, I loved Phantom Power. I think, I think, because I think, if I recall correctly, when we initially put the list together, Phantom Power wasn't on, and then somebody said, you should add Phantom Power, and I asked you, and you said, yeah, we should have Phantom Power. And then I was I remember being really mad at you and the person who suggested it because I think I had initially all of Phantom Power. 
So and then I had to cut a bunch of stuff. Obviously, Bob Cajun being one of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, when I was like, oh, I, I was just like trying to make a make the list manageable because you know, like fourteen albums. Yeah. For people who never ever heard the band. Yeah. Is kind of intimidating. Yeah. Uh, Bob Cajun. I mean, if you get, gave somebody an assignment of, you know, 14 Stones albums, well. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you save her, Chris? Bob Cajun? I had it and I uh, ejected it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things. What can you do? All right, Chris, you're up. Uh, I think this is my lasting memory of the last concert, um, uh, uh, Grace 2, mm. um, where he starts, and, and this is something that he does, he just starts screaming uh, at the end of the song, and I just watched him just kind of melt down at the end of it, and it, just seeing that, it just, it, uh, again, he's a front man, so he's gonna, he's he's there, you know, he's in the moment, mm -hmm. but um, just to see what he did, just, he just dropped the microphone and just kind of folded in on himself. And, and I, if you could see that maybe the weight of it was just hitting him right then. And, um, I think that was the last song of the first set that they did. Um, so that was when they, so I think that was why that happened. I'm but, really, really um, wishing I would have, yeah, it just killed me. I really wishing I would have went back and, and watched some of these, uh, concert clips because, Seeing that probably would have really gotten that one on my list because, unfortunately, I do not have it. <laughs> I have it. Hey. Um, I'm glad I'm not the only person that has it. Um, I was... Uh, I listened to a radio station. I live in Vancouver, Canada. I was listening to a radio station out of Victoria, which is the capital, but it's... Um, on an island and anyway i get it and uh they were saying and the tour started on the west coast and it started in victoria and they were the people were saying that seems to be the song that everyone's kind of gelling around and um like really getting their they're crying and screaming out like that's kind of the catharsis song mm. in the um in the set and uh like i said i went there needing catharsis and grace too was a song that you know i knew and i liked and i thought it was very interesting because it's um very much like a film noir contained in a song hmm. and uh if i hadn't been to that concert or seen that concert footage it would not make my list but it is uh definitely on my list and uh just the way he, he almost scream cry during it is incredible. There's also a really amazing cover version of that by a band, an indigenous band called Twin Flame. Oh, okay. And uh, you, you have to check that out. Just please do consider that an assignment and something towards truth and reconciliation for indigenous bands. Um, it's an amazing cover of it. I like to hear it. Um, all right. Back around to me. Uh, I'm going to stay on road apples. How about three pistols? 
Oh, definitely. Ooh. Chris? Nope. Sorry. Don't have that one. That's a two. That, again, was one of the ones that uh, I got as an answer when I asked. So, all right. And just so you guys know, we are officially out of NTP, which means, at worst, if we miss every single other uh, song that gets put out there, we have 10 songs that would be our list. So, but we continue. Julia, you're up. Okay. Um... I have lost track now. Blowing high dough. Oh. And <laughs> you guys are both new to this. So anytime I make that no noise, it's uh, either a late cut, a song that uh, I regret cutting, or a song that almost edged its way back in. As I was listening to the list beforehand... I was like, oh, man, I feel like this one should be on here. Unfortunately, it is not on my list. I do not. It's have. an American song. It's so American. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying is like, I as I was listening to it, I was like, wait, why don't I have this? And I'll, just so you know, I'll do, I'll pick the one that stayed instead of that next, next go around. But you're right. <laughs> okay. You're absolutely right. Like I, I had I, I thought that that was a single in the states because um, some Americans uh, know that song that don't know much other hip or they haven't heard of the band but they've heard that song so all right Chris uh, let's see um, so I'm gonna go to the one that I just love singing. Uh, it's from their last album, Man Machine Poem, um, and I, I think um, it, I think it, it it lends itself to a concert thing. Uh, it's called Tired as Fuck. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I don't have it, but I love that. It's uh, I I think it's just kind of a um, I'm it's kind of an upstairs downstairs kind of thing. If you know the the old PBS show, um, he's a uh, Basically, yeah. Yes, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's that's maybe the most American thing I've heard this week, and I've listened to Donald Trump talk. Oh, um, Jesus. Saying, uh, saying, calling upstairs downstairs a PBS show. <laughs> I I understand that's how you were introduced to it, but I mean, <laughs> more on this. Uh, it's a you know, BBC or ITV, one of those, but yeah. would like to have a word yes <laughs> more on this later <laughs> i feel like there, there's there's uh something that we can tap into for after the fact <laughs> <laughs> all right uh i'm assuming you don't have it julia tired as fuck wait oh i don't but that's only because i focused on earlier albums that's a that's a great song i don't have it but uh um it's a great song uh, i i I don't dispute any of your picks so far. I'm not like, why the hell would you pick that? But um, yeah, I don't have it. All right. So we're back around to me. Um, uh, I don't know where to go. Oh, wait. I already told you where I was going to go. The, the one I picked instead of um, Doe. I'll believe in you or I'll be leaving you. 
What's that noise you make about the cuts? I'm making that noise. See? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you save me, Chris? I can. Hey, all right. All right. Twos it is. Oops, wrong one. I put it on last American. Uh, this one, this one. All right, Julia? Okay. Um, fireworks. Mm. So your phantom power. I know. <laughs> cut. God, they the every last one of those songs hurt to cut. Every last one of them. But I did cut it. So, Chris fireworks uh yeah i don't uh, i don't have that one i'm sorry all right again it's bound to happen oh yeah it it <clears throat> i i it's funny i'm kind of looking through this and going i i may have taken the exact wrong path for <laughs> for how i chose but that's okay yeah uh, I mean, we'll we'll circle around back to it again. I feel like that's good uh, fodder for after the fact. All right, Chris. Um. So um. We. I've got a. Obviously, I've got to try and narrow it down to what I still have left here. Hold on. Um. At the hundredth meridian. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. So on the odd one. That's a two. It's it's hangs around. All right. All right, we'll do a couple more rounds here, and then we'll do the dump out. I feel like we're doing well, but um, we're going long. So, uh, all right. Let's see. Let me see if I can find you guys. Are doing a lot of full, fully completely. Let me see if I can find you guys. The wherewithal. Mm, sounds like a miss to me. <laughs> no, I don't have that. No. Nope. Okay. All alone. All right, Julia? Yeah, I'm, uh, I've kind of lost places, places in my notes here. I hope somebody's notes are better than mine. Um, looking for a place to happen. Yes, I got it. Yes, I have it. Wow. There we go. That was the, I, I narrowed it down. I was going to do that one or the wherewithal. So I went with the wherewithal, but. We got it. Looking for a place to happen. Where's it? There it is. That is often a concert opener or the opener of a set during a concert. So it just feels like it has to be there. <laughs> well, I'm glad that that's, that's the case because like as I mentioned, like one of the things I was trying to do is this makes me barf saying, but Americanize them. You know what I mean? Like kind of, kind of, again, show that there's, we missed, you know, we were wrong here missing out on this band. And uh, this song is definitely one of those things where it's like, how, how did this not make it here? I don't understand. All right, Chris. And guys, just so you know, we just hit four. So we're at Chris's four. Still have plenty of room to make Julia's six as well. If shop. 
Yes, gift shop. I got it. Gift shop. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yes. It's like we were all waiting to get to the ones that we were all going to agree on. <laughs> gift shop, gift shop. There it is. My phone is lagging big time. Okay. All right. So we're back around to me. Let me sort this out. Five. Just like that. We're at five. All right. <laughs> Watch me be the one who's uh who's off now. Um well I talked a big game about Phantom Power, so how about something on? What's that? Something on off of Phantom Power. Yeah, no, that's not on my list. Mm. All alone. It sounds like no, sir. Yeah. No, no, I don't have that. No. That's all right. All right, Julia. Um, poets. <clears throat> no. Okay. You know, you would think that we would have that. And we yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and again, we didn't get like a ton of answers for from listeners, and th this was another one. Poets. It's like, dang it, <laughs> I couldn't find all the room for. Uh, for some of these songs, so you could have gone on X and tagged Elon and get a poopy emoji back. <laughs> yeah, and, right. Um, Good times. Yeah, that, that, yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris. Uh, locked in the trunk of a car. Mm. That is one we just literally got while we were doing the show. I don't have that one. Can you save him, Julia? I can't. I I can't. It it's it was a late late cut, judging from my, you know, <laughs> old notebook. Yeah. And uh yeah, it was a late cut. Um and it it deserves to be on there. Like it it's you know, it would have if the list had been twenty five or thirty songs, it would be on there, but it's not. Yeah. All right, so we're back around to me, and we'll do we'll do two more rounds, and then we'll just dump out whatever we got left after that. Um, yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna trot out my another uh, Phantom Power. How about Save the Planet? No, sir, I don't have that. No, I don't. It's like I picked all the wrong Phantom Power ones. <laughs> Gotta right. be honest with you, I okay. don't have anything from Phantom Power. I don't believe. Oh, so. okay. Well, that's worth noting. Oh well, well. Yeah. Well, you are also wrong, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear right. that. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Julia. You're... Like, like, there's, there's no song here that I'm going. What? Why? Like. I mean, even the deep cuts, I know them and appreciate them. I, I kind of feel like maybe I shouldn't have tossed away the deeper cuts. But I, I went with the singles because I thought they would be the strongest songs that would stand out to people. Yeah. Well, 
hey, I mean, it, it's a it's a deeper band than maybe you even thought they were. So, all right, you're up, Julia. Yep. Um, 38 years old. No, unfortunately. I gave that some real thought, uh, but I didn't put it on there. <laughs> yeah, we're at that part of the game. That's why, that's why yeah. we're only going to do one more, I think, after this. All right, Chris? Nautical disaster. Hmm, nope. Uh, cannot see. Yes. Hey, there you go. We gonna have us a conversation here. I just, I just, I, I couldn't even tell you why I like the song. Uh, the, the lyrics are, uh, it's, it's, a, I guess, a dream. But he's talking about the fingernails scratching on my hull and, and that kind of thing. And I don't know. I just, um, the dream ends when the phone rings. Uh, it's a, it's a neat song to me. I just, I, it, I, I just uh, tagged on it. Right, yeah, so. it's um, Gord Downey runs deep, yeah. and his songs are often have a dreamlike pastiche of you know the last six things he thought about before he went to bed. <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna follow that thread then. Uh, my next play will be the inevitability of death. No, no death for me. <laughs> Inevitable or not. Yeah. All alone. Dip hold to death. Yeah. Uh, all alone. It's it happens. All right. Julia. Uh um hmm. I'm trying to think which song I'm gonna pick here. Um Fiddler's Green. Absolutely. Hey. All right. One and one. You guys probably are almost done. Because I've I've missed a whole bunch. You guys have kind of found each other several times. All right, Chris? Um, I don't think the... I, I think that might be the last one we agree on. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, the rest of my stuff are, are later albums, and I don't think... Uh, I don't think Julia has them. Um, in a world possessed by the mind, uh, human mind. Mm, nope. No, but if I'd realized that we were opening this up to the rest of the albums, I, I it would have been there. I focused on the '90s stuff simply because, um, a that's the stuff I know best, and also, again, just trying to manage size when yeah. we were having trouble getting um, uh, someone else to play. Yeah. All right. So with that, I'm just going to dump out from the top here. And if as I go through them, feel free to say yes or no. Last American Exit. Uh, hang on. I thought I... Yes, I have. There, yes. There we go. That's a two. Is that a no for you, Chris, I assume? That's that's correct. Okay. All right. Next, I have Twist My Arm. Yes. Hey. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, next, I have Daredevil. 
Nope. All right. No, I don't have that. Uh, an inch an hour? No. Okay. I, I, I had it and, 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 and got rid of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it happens, believe me. Uh, don't wake daddy? No. I don't. Okay. No, I don't have that either. All right. Put it off. No, sir. No. All right. And last but not least, escape is at hand for the traveling man. Okay. No, I don't. I do not. All right. So we're going to miss Julia's six, but we did get five. Um, So nobody's going to get the final say. So we'll just have to uh, converse our way down to 10. I have one that didn't get. I was going to say, it's it's your turn. It's your turn to dump out. So. Okay. Um. Did we mention Hundredth Meridian? Yes. Okay. Uh, um, so then, um, boots are hearts. All right. Up to here. All right. Oh, I don't have that. So uh, at this point, Chris, just for fun, do you want to dump out whatever you got left? I've got three left. Um, and again, they're from later albums. Uh, Man Machine Poem. Um, now for Plan A. And Apartment Song. And Apartment Song. Sorry, just trying to keep up on notes. All right, so. We've got five through unanimously, as I mentioned. None of us are going to win, but I feel like we're off to a good start here. Five through already. New Orleans is sinking. Wheat Kings, Little Bones, Looking for a Place to Happen, and Gift Shop are in. Uh, We have 12 that we need to trim down to five. So we've got Small Town Bring Down, Courage, 50 Mission Cap, Ahead by a Century, Grace 2, Three Pistols, I Believe in You, uh, at the 100th Meridian, Nautical Disaster, Fiddler's Green, Last American Exit, and Twist My Arm. Julia, if I say to you, which one of those do you, can you not believe we didn't get through? Is there one that sticks out? Well, uh, courage, but that's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, courage would be... Would be um, like my personal thing, but Grace Two would be my my like Grace Two. All right, so let's go with Grace Two, and I'll ask you the same question, Chris. Is there one that you you can't believe didn't uh, land all three of us? Head by a century, absolutely. That has to be on there. All right, so let's do that as well. All right, so now I'll ask you the the more difficult question. Uh, Julia, is there, I mean, feel free to just go to bat. I mean, this would be the time to go to bat for courage if you wanted, or you can say, you know what, one of the, whichever one of these songs has made it as far as it's going to go. And it, uh, can probably, um, sit down now. 
Mm. Um. We've got three more spots. So like keeping in mind, you know, I don't know if, if we want to feel like we, yeah, we've already got, we've already got all, like almost everything covered. Okay. Um, three pistols is no. You know what? I, I, you know what? I am going to, I am going to argue for blowing high dough. I really am. Um, it, it's, it's not even like, it's not even the one that like emotionally resonates with me that much, except that I. You know, again, it was off an early album that I played on college radio. <laughs> um, it's like, it's practically required to sing at the citizenship testing to get into Canada. <laughs> like, you know, you, you you know, can you sing a, a line from Blowing High Dough? Um, and if you can't, well, I'm sorry, you're going to have to go back to uh, be re-educated. Um, but I mean, you know, they shot a movie once and my town and you know it was some kind of Elvis thing and just the whole how a movie making in a small town it sort of affects the whole town and just like the Elvis kind of those Elvis movies with the race car driver it, it's so evocative of a time and a place and a character that I and and it's Elvis like seriously Americans what's wrong with you why didn't you get this song <laughs> I mean, it's a fair enough point, but unfortunately, that one's not alive. I, uh, I the uh, it it only got one, so unfortunately, it's it's not in play. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, that sorry. One, oh, okay, sorry, sorry. I, I can be passionate about other things. Um, <laughs> is um, hundredth meridian alive? Yes, it is. Okay. Hundredth Meridian. It even mentions Rye Cooter, and it, you know, it talks about the where the Great Plains begin. You have Great Plains. It starts around the Hundredth Meridian, like it's a continent, um, and it's something spooky about just kind of where the trees powder powder out, and then suddenly it's flat grasslands for uh, thousands of miles, and uh, it's got a spooky energy with that song, and then he does his screaming bit and you know and he's like if i'm buried someplace i don't want to be dig me up unceremoniously and have rye cooter sing my eulogy like <laughs> i'm sorry are you soulless can you not do you not get shivers up your spine when you listen to that all right i'm i'm putting it through uh, I was the odd man out, so I, I'm I'm for it. And at this point, I want I'm going to bring up an argument for small town bring down for two reasons. Uh, number one, we're at the ninth song, so we only have two left. Uh, but first reason is because it's off the self titled, and we don't have anything from that yet. So I I feel like that is is case in and of itself. But number two, uh, as I mentioned when I brought the song up, I I started here because it's the first song you hear on the list that we, we put together. And I feel like it really sets the mood sound, at least sonically for what you're going to get from the tragically hip. And I, I feel like it's a good way to go, Hey, by the way, this is, this is where they started. And then you can kind of get into the, the more um, adult, the more grown up tragically hip type sounds. So 
Unless anybody has oh. reservations, I'm I'm going to bat for Small Town Bring Down. Oh, absolutely. All right. So now that brings us to our final song. Um, so let's see what's still alive here. We got Courage, Fifty Mission Cap, Three Pistols, I'll Believe in You, Nautical Disaster, Fiddler's Green, Last American Exit, uh, Twist My Arm. Um, is there one that's jumping out at you, Chris? Um, as much as I want to put 50 mission cap on there because, uh, it's just a great song. Uh, I'm going to make an argument for uh, fiddler's green. Oh, okay. Uh, I think, um, a lot of the other songs, obviously there's some spooky stuff. There's some, I think the fiddler's green is, uh, you know, I really can't explain it more than it's just, it's kind of a, uh, and not an ethereal song, but a kind of a, a uh, he's telling a story of a fictional place kind of. And, and it's, it, to me, it, it's in talking about, uh, you know, wrap me up in oil skin and jumper. Uh, and, um, I'll see you someday on Fiddler's Green. So he's talking about, you know, going to the Elysian fields, I guess, you know? Hmm. Um, so, and I, I like it. I just like the, the, the field of the song. I'm going to make an argument for that. All right. So unless unless you want to pull your support for Fiddler's Green, Julia, how do you feel about Fiddler's Green be our, being our tenth song? Oh, that's a that's a good one. He wrote it for his sister after his nephew, his sister's child died. Oh wow! So, yeah, that's yeah, a, that's a good that one. That Mother's or September, whatever is Mother's isn't Mother's Day. That line, that's. Uh, when his sister's child died. Wow. Um, and uh, he he didn't play it in publicly live for a very long time because it was um, it's deeply familially personal. Mm-hmm. So uh, that isn't a song he performed live a lot, but yeah, it's uh, it's a beautiful song, and it's um, the fact that you know uh, we're just. You know, we're talking about Gord in the past tense. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful song, and I'm very happy for it to be um, tenth. All right, I was the odd man out, so I, you know, I'll put my support behind it, and that gives us ten. Here we go. We've got New Orleans is sinking, Wheat Kings, Little Bones, looking for a place to happen, gift shop, Grace Two, ahead by a century, at the hundredth meridian, small town bring down, and Fiddler's Green. Now, of those ten, Julia. Which one is the one that you would give to somebody? Little Bones? Ooh, okay. I like it. What do you think, Chris? Uh, I would give them a head by a century. Oh, okay. Oh, so now I have to either back one of you two or put something else out. All right, I'm, I'm going to do the thing that never helps, and I'm going to play a little bit of each. Oops, let me get that back into the... Uh... There we go. A little bit of Little Bones. Oh. I think this is a great encapsulation of... of like I said, the Americanization of the hip, like trying to give something that American ears will 
will uh, grasp towards. That was a real thing that they thought that was very random. They were in um, New Orleans and they had some takeout chicken and the cab driver and they were like, oh, this is delicious. And they're like chowing down like, you know, the bottomless pit guys in their 20s can be. And the <laughs> cab driver said to them, better eat that chicken slow. It's full of all them little bones. <laughs> Gordon is no book. Little bones. <laughs> all right. So let's get a little clip of Head by a Century. So I'll put this out to you. I'm leaning towards Little Bones, and 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 I'll I'll tell you why, and I'll leave the decision to you two. Um, what this song will do will represent the hip in next year's uh, after the fact or not after the fact uh, best of, and I feel like Little Bones has a better chance of getting selected by the panel than. Ahead by a century does. Um, knowing that Fredo is one of those, and I, I feel like Little Bones really scratches an itch that that Fredo has. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm right, but it does it, it does weigh into my decision a little bit. So, uh, if that's enough to sway you, Chris, then we will go with Little Bones. Uh, if hearing Ahead by a Century was enough to sway you, Julia, we'll go with Ahead by a Century. Well, I'm going to say, quite honestly, I mean, in my list, which is a more or less a ranked order of favorites, Ahead by the Century is number two. Little Bones is eight. Oh, there you but go. I picked Little Bones as more representative to get somebody into it. Mm -hmm. So I'm still going to stick with Little Bones. But I mean, Ahead by, the Se by a Century is not wrong. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what say you, Chris? I, I think uh, with the ear that you're talking about and why it needs to be a little more representative of the band and, and knowing what I know about Fredo. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, little Bones needs to be the song. All right. So let's go with Little Bones and let's uh, get that going here. All right. Boom. There we go. And uh, Little Bones is our number one. New Orleans is sinking wheat kings. Looking for a place to happen. Gift shop. Grace to Ahead by a Century at the 100th Meridian. Small Town Bringdown. And Fiddler's Green rounds out our 10. Let's let Little Bones get a little moment in the sun. Very young. What's, what's funny is like now that you say it julia like i it definitely does have like this southern rock thing to it like an american southern rock thing to it that that i think i was drawn to so there we go we have turned you onto the tragically hip and you're very welcome we did all the hard work just saying uh all you had to do was listen so uh, if you would like to do more than listen, if you'd like to come play, it's as easy as going to legionofstupid.com. 
uh, hit podcast, hit deprogrammed. About halfway down, there's a little sign-up sheet. Tell me what band you want to talk about. You can come talk about whatever band. If we haven't done it yet, I will get around to you. I promise we will talk about the band. I mean, it took three years, but here we are. We talked about the hip today, finally. Um, if, uh, if you want, you can listen to the show right there as well. Uh, easy enough. And, uh, our panelists all have links. I will eventually update that, but, uh, if they've done the show, you can click on their name and it'll take you to all the episodes that they've done. It's as easy as that. Boom. Done. Um, from that same place, you can join our discord. If you'd like, uh, there is a discord link on the legion of stupid.com. You can come in count all sorts of stuff happens in our, our discord, including, but not limited to, uh, this podcast, we are recording it from Discord right now. Um, also, you can uh, listen to us on all podcast platforms. That would be awesome. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, five stars would be super sweet. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, five stars and a comment would be great. Supposedly, they say that helps the algorithm. I've yet to see such proof, but uh, feel free to prove me wrong. I'd, lo- I'd love to see it. Five stars would be awesome on either of those. Uh, and what it, we're on all sorts of podcast platforms. I don't know if there's rating on any of the other ones, but, uh, if there is, that would be awesome. And sharing of course would be great. Uh, patreon.com slash. Oh, hi, Justin is a great place to go. If you would like to help the show monetarily dollar a month gets you in the door and, uh, it gets you, uh, deprogrammed before the rest of the world. It gets you the after the fact conversation that we are going to have in literal minutes and, uh, other random audio podcasts that I sometimes record. We'll all go there. And it also gets you different access to different channels in our aforementioned Discord. If none of that suits you, uh, the best, the absolute best way you can help me is by telling somebody that you listen to the show. Hey, I listen to you programmed. You can too. Uh, It would mean the world to me if you told somebody that you listen to this show and that that you enjoy it. I uh, I would not be able to thank you with correct words. So with that... Uh, the Tragically Hip. Learn them and love them, people. We'll see you next week. Bye.